0: During these few weeks leading up to Christmas, how many of you watched a Christmas movie? Maybe you saw it on television, or maybe every year you have a tradition of watching one particular movie. Maybe for some it's the nostalgic, the classics like Miracle on 34th Street or It's a Wonderful Life. Or maybe for others, it's one of the more contemporary movies, perhaps the most popular in recent years, being Elf. I know for myself, I always watch a classic. It might not be a Christmas movie, but Bing Crosby does sing a Deste Fidelis. He does sing Silent Night, and there is a Christmas play in it called The Bells of St. Mary's. Now, of course, with Hallmark, with Netflix, There are lots of Christmas movies that we can watch and new ones are always being produced. And if my research is correct, which might mean that I watched these, Netflix this year came out with two Netflix original Christmas movies. One called A Christmas Inheritance and the other A Christmas Prince. Now these aren't typically manly movies and why is it that I would choose to watch them? Well, The reason is, a few weeks ago, I saw on social media a Catholic commentator really writing and saying that all the Christmas movies that are coming out have nothing to do with Christmas. That really, the only thing that makes them Christmas is they orient them around December 25th, and maybe they have festive decorations, but there's no mention of the Christ, and there's really no Christian story in it. And so that made me curious, and I wanted to see for myself if this commentator was right. And so I watched those two movies, and they were two Christmas love movies. And really, the plot or the motif in these movies, probably the same for all holiday films these days, but two people who probably never should have met, their paths never should have crossed, They meet, and they fall madly in love, but as they fall in love, their whole relationship is based on a lie, based on deceit. And so at some point, that is found out, and it drives a wedge in the relationship, and they turn away from each other. And as they turn away, they realize that they can't live without each other, and so they come back, And they fall in love and have joy forever in their lives. That's the story. And it might not seem like a Christmas story, but I want to say that yes, it is. And it is, in fact, the story of today. It's the story of Christmas Day and what happened so many years ago when the Christ was born as an infant in that stable in Bethlehem. It's the Christmas story. Because God so loved the world that he sent his only son to be our savior and our redeemer. That sin had caused a wedge and we had turned away from God and Jesus had come back. Jesus was coming to earth in order to restore that relationship. It's the story of a God who is caught up in love of us and we in him. It's our story, and not only is it the story of you and me, but it's the story of Mary and Joseph and the story of the Old Testament as well. It's the story of Mary and Joseph. Perhaps they knew each other, but maybe they didn't. And according to tradition, Joseph was called along with all the other men of the village, and there they were going to choose the husband for Mary. And as they went around, they passed a staff. And as it went from man to man, when it came to Joseph, it flowered. That's why we often see him depicted with a staff and lilies. And so that was the sign that he was to be the husband, the spouse of Mary. And so they fall madly in love. And as they fall in love, though, there's a wedge that is in their relationship because Mary is with child. And how can this be? And for Joseph, he knows that it's not his. And he wants to divorce her quietly. And so he turns away. But yet an angel comes and says, don't be afraid to take Mary into your home. Take her as your wife. And so he does. And from that day forward, they fell madly in love and remained so all the days of their life. It's the story of what happened when God created the world that he created man and he created woman in his own image and in his own likeness and created them to have perfect love. God for them and them for God and them for each other. But yet God gave them a few rules to live by and they chose to disobey those rules. And as they did that, they brought sin and condemnation into the world But God never stopped loving them. He always wanted them to repent, to seek forgiveness, to turn towards him. And so, that's the love story. And in the Old Testament, time and again, Israel, the people of Israel, turned away from God. They didn't walk on his paths. They rejected the commandments and the laws. But yet, a prophet like Jeremiah or Isaiah. Isaiah would rise up and they would proclaim a message of conversion and repentance telling them how much God loves them and how much God wants them to return to them. And so they were figures in this great love story. And in order to repair all of this God sent his only son to be our savior to be born on Christmas day because that's how much God loved us and That God who became incarnate, who became visible in Jesus Christ, died on the cross and rose from the dead, all out of love for you and for me. We think about a love story. People are always filled with great joy. And that's what happens in our gospel today that the angel says, I announce to you tidings of great joy that today a Savior has been born. And so as people came, as they looked upon the Christ child, as Mary and Joseph adored the face of God, not only were they adoring the face of the God who is love, but they were also filled with great joy that this child was going to bring to the world Because of that love story that God was writing with him. And because we know that today, on Christmas Day, this is only the beginning of his story. That we know that the Christ, in the last three years of his life, went about and he healed and he cured, he taught and he preached. And as he did those things, he changed lives and he brought joy to people who hadn't experienced it in so long that he raised the dead to new life and the lame could walk. And so they were filled with great joy. And we know because of the teachings of Jesus and because of who he is that not only are we made for love and that God loves us and we should love him, but we are also made to have complete joy in this life. And that even though we might experience difficulties to find that joy in the midst of that, for the person who might be alone this Christmas day or they might feel alone a lot during their life, it's the reality that Jesus became Emmanuel, that God is with us. And because he's with us, we are never alone. It's maybe for the person who's struggling this holiday season because someone they loved has died this past year or just recently, or maybe they're still coping with the loss from many years ago. But it's that joy that we know that because of Jesus, because he came to this earth, because he died, because he rose, that we all have the promise of eternal life and we have the hope that one day we'll be reunited with those that we loved in this life. And so there's a joy in that expectation of the kingdom of heaven. There's joy for each one of us that Jesus came to be our Savior and our Redeemer. And because He came to do that, to save us from sin, we know that for all of us, that there is no sin that God cannot forgive. That all we need to do is approach and ask for forgiveness, to seek his mercy. That's the love story of this God who came to earth on that first Christmas in Bethlehem. And it's a love story that God continues to write this very day. And maybe in that story of ours, we realize that at times there's a lack of joy. And maybe it's to look at our relationship with God To see if we are caught up in love of that God that we cannot see. How is our love relationship with God? Or is there a wedge? Is there something that's driving us away from God and we've turned away from Him? And if that's what has happened, maybe it's this Christmas that we come back to the crib here in Bethlehem. Maybe it's this Christmas that we begin to write that love story and to continue to live in God's love because that story for you and for me can have that storybook ending, which will be joy forever in eternal life.